You're listening to the Skift Podcast. On today's episode, senior hospitality editor Sean O'Neill interviews travel tech reporter Justin Dawes about his experience on the floor of the Hospitality Industry Technology Expo and Conference, better known as High Tech. The conference bills itself as the world's largest hospitality technology show, and Justin was there in Toronto last week covering it for Skift. In this interview, Justin talks about what he saw and heard at the conference from presenters and industry leaders, the current state of tech in the industry, and why, even amidst all the talk of AI, holograms, and even robots, many hoteliers are talking about focusing on what matters, bringing their operations squarely into the 21st century versus investing in tech for tech's sake. You can find all of Justin's reporting from HighTech at skiff.com, including comments from industry executives and videos of the cutting-edge technology that was on display. Enjoy the conversation. So welcome, everyone. My name's Sean, based in Washington, DC, and I'm joined by Justin, who's a digital nomad. Hello, Justin. <laughs> Hi. So High Tech is the world's biggest hotel technology conference. And Justin, you've spent the past few days reporting there on the ground. Um, you've written a few great stories uh, for skiff.com. I used to be the travel tech reporter uh, before you joined. I was the, uh, the ghost of travel tech past. Um, <laughs> and I, I wanted to do this podcast with you to find out some highlights about what I missed at High Tech uh, this year. I think it's the first time I haven't been in like a decade or so. so wow, yeah. Um, and I'm glad we're doing this as a podcast because uh, Justin's part-time uh, side gig is he's an actor, and so he I have much more of a face made for podcasting than, than he does. So <laughs> I don't know if I'd say that. So let's dive in, Justin. What was the main theme at High Tech this year? Yeah, well, I think the thing that I heard over and over, and I think I've that I've heard pretty much since I started working at Skift is that. The hotel tech industry, as we know, is way behind. Um, I think people are just now kind of starting to accept that and invest in technology. Um, but a big thing that people bring up is at home, we're spoiled. We have, we can log in, we can you know stream. We have streaming services. We log in once, and then it's there forever. We have smart. Depending on how high tech you are, you have smart phones, smart lights, smart thermostat, et cetera. And then you go into a hotel and uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's, there might be a cable TV. Um, personally, I don't even know how to use cable anymore. So, um, I mean, it's just, it's just not at the same level. And I think there was a time when people would sort of expect that a hotel would be a luxury and a lot of them just aren't anymore. So I think it's, in a lot of ways, just catching up with the times. Totally. I think my favorite thing is going into the hotel and they still have those little iPod boxes, the little uh, adapters where you could plug like an iDapter for, uh, iPod from like uh, 12 <laughs> years ago right, uh, right. in there to recharge it. So I do tend to seek out like hotels like Citizen Nems and others so I can cast my music just immediately. But those are very rare did any executives sort of like cop to the fact that they're kind of behind? Like, do you, did you like hear any like actual companies agree that they're a little behind the times? Oh yeah. I mean, all of the hotel executives admit it openly. <laughs> I mean, 
there's no way getting around it. I mean, you can't, <laughs> you can't <laughs> um, say that you're not. So I think, I mean, it's Citizen M, is, he's, he was one who just said, we're behind. And he basically said, it's embarrassing. Wow. Um, he actually <laughs> used that word. So um, no, th- I mean, they are fully aware and they fully admit it. Cool. Well, um, what are some, you, you know, you had some very interesting, a few articles already more to come. What might be another themes that was from your reporting at high tech? Yeah. So, I mean, all that being said about catching up with the times, there's a lot to do. <laughs> um, but I think a big theme is around personalization and hyper-personalization. I think the, the talk around generative AI is has um, put the personalization idea kind of in the spotlight, even though it's been there for a while, but I think it's really been being talked about a lot. So that's what that's the goal, but there's so much to do before that. So a lot of the big companies that I talked to um, and that I heard from were talking about all the work it's going to take just to get hotels into the 21st century. So that's putting, putting the, their systems on the cloud and right now, a lot of hotels, like even within the same, a single building, they, they might have the data for the same customer split into different systems and they can't, and they're, they're not talking to each other. So it's like, before, you, before we can talk about personalization, generative AI, any of that, the data has to be in one place, it has to be accessible, and everything needs to be in the cloud. So that's... That was a big. That was a big thing that people talked about. Data is kind of a boring topic. Just the word "data" almost like can put me to sleep sometimes. But <laughs> it really is. Same. I mean, it's uh, it's the. I mean, that's what artificial intelligence is. It's huge amounts of data. Yeah, I mean, when I think of I think of this topic, I think of those hotel rooms will have this like storage closet just jammed full of like servers and devices and stuff because so much of the boxes are actually sitting there on premise there rather than like in our era of Netflix and Amazon where so many things, Salesforce, things are up in the cloud. It is uh, kind of crazy. So what I'm hearing you saying is that right now, you know, they have these people training these so-called large language models and in the process, they sort of accidentally learn Swedish or something because they're, they're just so incredibly intelligent what they're doing. But none of that is of any use to the hotel industry if the actual data isn't pulled together in one place. It's good structured data that they can apply. So they need to get some of these other basics right before they jump to AI. Is that what you're saying? Or Right. Yeah. I mean, because the companies are using the generative AI, they're using the, underlay, the underlying technology um, to help them create things but they have to lay their own data kind of on top of that. So the AI is pulling like their own customer data, for example, and making suggestions, et cetera, based on, so with the underlying technology, with the customer data, and it all kind of is mixed together. So if there's no customer data accessible, then it's not going to work the way that you want. (laughs) I, I'm a big fan of Spotify's new um, AI DJ. I've been like, I've, it's the first time that the playlists and Spotify actually are like doing, you know, pr- providing me with recommendations they are. So when are we going to see sort of, you know, that kind of level of personalization at hotels? Is that what they're talking about? or 
It is, yeah. I mean, the idea is like in some. Of, I mean, in some of these booking um, engines too, it's like the idea is to have a kind of like a travel agent or um, different technologies that talk to each other that know the guest inside and out, know every little thing, like even what side of the bed they like to sleep on. What time, <laughs> That's you know, a little creepy, but yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, and the idea is, you know, the the guest um, shares his information willingly, right? That's that's kind of the, uh, you know, the sure, whole, yeah. Like, Once you get that permission or trust, so to speak, like right. people are willing to all, you know, offer that because they're going to get better service. I know we were. I was recently staying at a hotel with my um, husband, and like the pillows were just just not right. They were like just empty bags of fluff. And so, you know, mm-hmm. you want to get that. It'd be nice not to have to go through the whole hassle of having a robot bring it to you and just so that they know it up front, right? Um, right. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, it's, if they have that full customer profile, um, they're able to input that in a lot of places and it helps them with upselling. So like maybe they know someone really enjoys a spa so they can just make a suggestion to this person Um like here, here's a, like a discount for the spa or here's a, here's what we're offering. Or, I mean, and if you, I mean, for me, if you <laughs> suggest like tickets to a football game, that's, well, that's a waste of time because I would never do that. So um, <laughs> yeah, it's just knowing and knowing who, the customers so you can see, serve them better. Some of the companies that were there in your reporting, you've talked about AWS, Amazon Web Services, Microsoft, Amadeus, um, Oracle, and others are, were talking mm-hmm. about things. Um, what were some of the innovations you saw at the event that might drag the hotel sector kicking and screaming into the modern era? Yeah. Well, I mean, there were countless property management systems. <laughs> you know, all the, all the, like, the base technologies, there were many of them, lots of them there. Um, and so that's kind of like the first step, I suppose. But I mean, there were a lot of, so, so once you do that, once you're, once you're in the cloud with one of those systems, there are so many vendors, so many products, um, housekeeping, like chatting, like a chat for customers, there's digital tipping. I mean, so many things that you can hook up once you have the ability to do so easily there were some <laughs> even more uh kind of gimmicky things too which we can talk about as well like robots of course yeah <laughs> let's talk about gimmicky things like robots so yeah. is your is your idea that hotels should put robots is that number one priority because we have this labor crisis and we should have a lot of robots uh number one priority uh maybe not um, <laughs> maybe not even two three four or five maybe like <laughs> ten I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, there is the labor shortage and that is something that people talked about. And that's a reason why so many people want to, to modernize and just make things more efficient so that, you know, so that they don't need to have so many people or the people that they have can do the things that they need to be doing, like serving guests. But I think the robot, the room service robot that I saw was really cool. I mean, you, it was kind of, you can put some wine in there and program the robot to sh- show up at a room and it it 
can find its way around the hotel, knock on a door, ride the elevator. It's really, I mean, there has to be somebody that I guess puts the things in the robot. So I don't know if you're, you know, how much time it would really save. At the very least, it's a cool thing for a guest. Somebody very well, very well might want to go to a hotel to see the <laughs> room service robot. So yeah, it's hard to say. I think there are, there are more important issues, but why not get a robot? Cool. Well, when you were walking around the floor and seeing things, was there anything that sort of grabbed your attention? You mentioned earlier before gimmicks, but maybe, you know, sometimes gimmicks are fun. Oh, yeah. I mean, the robots that we mentioned, um, there are, there was a hologram this year, which, and I did a story. Ooh. Yeah, it was very, very fun. Um, I did a story with this company actually several months ago um, when they went into their first hotel. But yeah, they had people, they had attendees. You can go stand in front of the camera and then you basically your image, your full body image is projected into this hologram box. Um, and it's, I mean, it looks, if you're standing right in front of it, it looks, I mean, it's, it's not going to trick me, but it, it looks real enough to where it's, you know, a little creepy, I'll say, but also really cool. <laughs> wow. That's, that's really, huh? Yeah. Is there anything, did, did you feel like, um, you know, a lot of times hotel companies talk about sort of the, um, the next generation and we need to attract that next generation traveler. And so to a certain extent, you are the next generation traveler they're trying to attract. Did you feel like they're, what you heard about on the floor makes you feel overall optimistic about the way things are going in the hotels or are you sort of like, a, do you feel like they're off their game? Yeah. I mean, I think optimistic. Um, Cause I think people are recognizing that they need to catch up. Um, I mean, I was talking with someone from Oracle hospitality who mentioned that, I think earlier in the process, a few years ago, even um, it it took a lot more work to sell uh, being in the cloud, for example. And now, just those people alone, they those clients of theirs alone are basically lined up at the door, like eager to <laughs> to do that. So I thought that was really interesting, mm-hmm. um, and I think it shows that. Um, they're ready to upgrade. That's cool. That is optimistic. Um, You can see videos of some of these products that, you know, you're talking about in the articles you did about new hotel tech. So Mm -hmm. I encourage our listeners, check out skiff.com to see the new hotel tech article. Um, I, I, I guess one thing I'd like to close on is this was, this was this year's high tech was a bit different for past years in that it had competition as an event. Um, The American hotels lobby sponsored a somewhat, competing event in Las Vegas. Um, so I was curious about the showroom floor. Did high tech feel busy this year or, or was it quiet on the floor? Yeah, well, it was my first one, so it's hard to compare. I would say, however, that it felt, I mean, it felt busy, but it didn't feel like it was busy at the level that the biggest <laughs> hotel tech <laughs> conference should be. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and some of the people that I talked to, I mean, they did mention that some people were actually um, pretty annoyed at the two, because it splits the industry in half. You have to decide which one to go to. Um, and there were people, I mean, companies that I talked to, some of them stayed, or some of them went to Toronto and some of them went to Vegas. So I think inevitably it was probably smaller than the past. That was, I mean, someone did mention that to me actually that it was smaller than past years that they had seen. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Well, then good news that the competing hospitality show is going to be at a different time of year next year. They said it was just an accident of scheduling. So mm. hopefully high tech can uh, roar back to its full potential next year. So uh, Justin, I know it's putting you on the spot for like a big, big fat question here, but what, <laughs> what is the state of hospitality tech now based on, on this conference? Yeah, well, there were, I mean, there were a lot of exhibitors, I think. I can't remember how, how many exactly. It was like 350 or something like that. Um, but, I mean, there were a lot of cloud-based property management systems. I mean, too many, in, et cetera. I mean, a lot of cloud-based products, vendors. I mean, it's just such a, um, there are so many options to choose from. So there's, I mean, there's that. And then there are, I mean, there are so many vendors offering services like housekeeping on demand kind of thing. And then there are like the super high tech things that only some hotels will see value in, like the robots or the holograms or, you know, super high tech, like door, say, like door locks and safes, things like that kind of runs the gamut, I suppose. And I think one issue that I heard about a little bit from hoteliers is that, you know, you have to focus on what matters right now. And sometimes investing in tech just for the sake of tech is maybe not the best decision. You have to do what'll, what's, what's best for the operations, what, what'll really be good to bring your hotel to the next level. And that might not necessarily mean investing in, you know, smart, I don't know anything when your systems aren't in the cloud yet. <laughs> that makes sense. So they're fo focusing on what matters, like investing in, in not investing in tech for tech's sake, as you say. Right. Just, I mean, getting your base systems into the 21st century. I mean, if you don't have your base systems at that level, then maybe you shouldn't be investing in like, you know, I mean, there's name any, name any, Fancy gimmick, I suppose. Yep. Cool. Um, seems like a good note to end on, unless there was something else, Justin, you wanted to touch on or? No, I think um, we covered a lot. So thank you. Okay, cool. You've been really kicking ass on the Travel Tech Beat. So oh, keep thanks. on rocking it. <laughs> and uh, listeners, be sure to check out Justin's articles at skiff.com. Uh, and thank you very much, Justin. Thank you. This has been the Skift Podcast. Thank you for listening.